This is the Accenture ESD podcast. Greater than a checkbox. Proudly produced by Hustle Central. I even think, you know, the work that you're doing, you've brought a value in terms of getting the word out to the community because there are fantastic ideas out there that just need a little bit of a backing. My name is Linda Basson. I'm the procurement lead for Accenture in Africa, and I'm listening to Hustle Central. Hey yo, what's up? It's Lisa Khomuluti, aka Joseph Stereo, the executive producer of Hustle Central. And we are about to go on a little bit of a journey, right? We're going to discover the full benefits of Accenture's ESDP program. I have a ticket to the launch of the ESDP program in 2019. And the good news is, you, yes you, are my plus one. So let's do it. Accenture is a global company and it believes it has a responsibility to engage proactively with businesses in the communities they live and work. One of the ways they do this is through Accenture's Global Diverse Supplier Development Program, where they create opportunities for qualified entrepreneurs to grow. They adopted a blended approach, specifically packaged for individual SMEs, right? So we're talking about entrepreneurs that gain access to non-financial support, right? That looks like training, mentoring, business development support, early payments, access to markets and collaboration. So they don't give you money, but they give you the skills and the ability and the capacity that you need. This is not a handout, it's a hand up. So we drop into the Accenture head office and waterfall. You and I are both keen to chat to Zandi, who is the head of the ESDP program, but she's unavailable right now, busy running around. We start talking to some of the entrepreneurs. After all, you tend to learn a lot from your peers. Okay, my name is Tebo Homokobo. Uh, the company I represent is Pixel Entropy. Uh, we're a, a mobile tech entity, also focusing in digital media. We started in 2015. Uh, joined the program in 2016. Uh, graduated in 2018. Yeah, the key benefits in terms of being part of the program was how Accenture helped us as a business to mature. In terms of being, you know, a corporate ready entity in terms of being able to walk into any boardrooms and be able to present our solutions with confidence and the expected level of corporate delivery level uh, that's been the the, the main benefit through Accenture assisting us in you know modifying some of our offerings such as such as the app for the Houghton Department of Health we managed to get into into partnership programs uh, with companies such as Vodacom and MTN in terms of assisting us with marketing our apps and also creating new revenue streams we presented our app at the MTN app of the year award we've gone to networking sessions at the Transnet annual ESD event yeah, I mean, it's really been a great opportunity and there's been great access to market and we've seen ourselves talking to people we, we always saw from very far. So we're thankful to the program. That last conversation took a lot of brain power for you to just fathom how this guy went from launch to here in like three years. You, you absolutely blown away. As you're on your way to the coffee stand, you hear a guy who seems like he's ready to take over the world. And you look over at me on some, let's talk to this guy. I am a data analyst and I'm a managing director of a business called Zella House. Why Zella House, you ask? So, uh, so I took the Kabazela, so I took Zella from Kabazela. So I put my name in this business. So it's called Zella House because it's 
Zilla House is a holding company for all the businesses that I'll ever get into in my whole life. Data analytics. That isn't something that we hear about Kokas. And like, how did you get into this? Because we don't even think data. When we think data, Facebook. I am a consultant, an IT consultant. And um, I was a Microsoft uh, Great Plains consultant back in the day. And we did a data migration from, uh, for a client to move from Agpac, moving into Great Plains. And obviously it's a lot of data moving from one place to the other. And that's how I started playing with data. This was 2007. Data in 2007, 2008 wasn't a major thing. So I then started learning how to play with data, integrate it and move it from one place to another and just playing with it. Um, so in 2010, I taught myself something called integration services, a Microsoft thing. You're so happy this guy's so open to share. You begin asking him questions around the support that he gets here at Accenture because you want to understand how we access his markets. So I've done as much as I can on my own. And as a black man trying to do um, the kind of work that I do, tricky thing is you can't do it on your own, and I know. Because, see, the big guys don't want me. The big guys don't want a guy who's got a staff of two or three operating from Randburg to run the big enterprise data warehouse. Uh, I've been told straight that I'd rather pay Accenture 2,000 rands an hour than pay you 850. Basic thing is, they can hold Accenture accountable. They can sue Accenture. They can't sue me, you know, and they don't trust me to do the right thing. Even though I probably would do the same thing that Accenture is doing. The small guys don't want me because I'm a luxury. Small guys are like, data analytics, I can do it on a spreadsheet. So I'm stuck in a position where the small guys don't want me because I'm expensive and I'm a luxury they can do without me. The big guys don't want me because who, who am I? After that conversation, you asked me, listen, ho. I need to get into this place. I've got what they're looking for. How do I get in? The best place to get that information is to talk to procurement. And lucky for us, we saw on the program that the head of procurement for Accenture in Africa, Linda Passon, is here. Being the gentleman I am, I give it lead in the conversation. You decide to break the ice and ask her what her day looks like. So my day, um, it will depend really a lot about what happens in my, in my email box in the morning. But a lot of my day is spent with having meetings. So having meetings with people who need services or need some goods from, for Accenture. And then speaking to suppliers who can provide those goods and services. So asking for quotations, um, Googling on the internet, looking for companies that can provide something unique. I'm a curious guy, right? So I asked Linda, Linda, what are you looking for in your potential beneficiaries to join the ESDP program? So what we're looking for is we're looking for companies that are hungry to grow, have a very clear idea of what they want to offer the market. So I think that is key, is knowing what it is that you're good at, um, knowing who your customers are going to be, and then using the opportunity working with Accenture, um, having access to a mentor, somebody who's been around in the client environment and that can help you shape your business, shape your pitches. So when you're going to see a potential customer, what are you going to offer him? So you look at me and you ask Linda, do they understand the needs of the entrepreneurs? I think some people already have their great idea and they just don't know how to, how to make it happen. They've already identified what that offering is, but they haven't got the technical skills or the money 
to make that idea happen. And I would think that those are typically guys who've got fantastic ideas about a mobile app that they want or a um, program that they want to launch. And they just really don't know how to do it. And then um, other companies who've maybe been in business for quite a while and are just not able to crack those opportunities, get new clients in, that are wanting advice on how do I how do I position my company? How do I have conversations with potential clients? So I think there's different sort of phases that companies are in. And, and we typically look for that when we identify the, those companies we have in our beneficiary pool. So as Linda Passon is talking, you nodding your head and it looks like you're on some. I, okay. You then ask her, Linda, how do you select the entrepreneurs who take part in your ESTP program? So I don't know if you've ever watched Dragon's Den. What they do is um, we, we go out and we get nominations. So we will go out to outside organizations, we'll ask our employees, we'll ask our suppliers, um, who do they know of that is, that is in, in the space that we're in, which is the um, IT sector. Um, so we get a whole lot of nominations. We then ask the companies to send us almost like a, like a CV, if you want, or a little bit of a, of a pitch about themselves, about their company. We then take a shortlist from that, and then we invite them to come and do a Dragon's Den pitch. And then during that, we have some of our senior people in our team, some of them technical, some of them more business, and they sit and listen to the pitch. And they'll ask you, where do you see your business in a year's time? Um, who do you think your market is? So we need to identify companies that we can help. And we also need to identify companies who've got it together. So there's ambition. They're not just going to sit back and think Accenture is going to do everything. Right. Because we are making an investment. So we need someone who's committed. You and I are both committed to our individual struggles and our individual hustles. Yeah. And we want to find out exactly what this entrepreneurship program has to offer. So who better to speak to than the lead of the ESTP program herself, Zandine Jamela? And I look to you and I say, and like, relax, Zandine Kimsaka. I'll chat to her. So I guess as a media practitioner, the first question I ask her is all about the impact that this program has. So a lot of impact. I mean, we had two of our past graduates in the program, one from the first pilot and then one also from the ESD. And I mean, it, it was testament that the program does work. We are building SMEs and um, we're building them to high performing businesses. So one of the stats is in the past four years, all companies that have gone through the program are actually still operating and growing, which is a hundred percent survival rate which is something good because obviously we know all the stats um, SMEs 80% fail in the first three years another thing is that 60% of all our ESD participants have gone on to be essential suppliers which again is um, a good um, testament to the fact that we're growing SMEs to procure from them doing what I do for the last two years three years I realized that access to markets is key and I want to understand, during the two years the entrepreneurs are in the program and after that, what is Accenture doing to make sure that these guys have a clear goal or clear channel to access markets? So 
our facilitation of access to market is three layers. The first layer is that charity begins at home. Not to say what we're doing is any by any means charity, but it's the saying that charity begins at home. So we need to open up our own supply chain to these SMEs, right? We need to trust them enough to say that we can procure from you. So that's the first thing. The second layer is we form teaming agreements with them when we go to market. So, um, and then by that, we then open up to clients' supply chain. So we start extending them to our clients. And then the third layer is then economy-wide, where we use our networks, our global reach, to then um, open up those markets. Today, it was very clear that it is a two-way, um, mutually beneficial relationship. Extension does benefit because it's a business case while we're doing it. And that's why we're able to do it so well year in, year out. But also, there's a benefit to the SME as well. For example, in our um, in the past group that graduated, in the two years they were in the program, 53% increase in revenue, right? So that's that's mega, right? 55% um, increase in new clients, and I think about 40% increase in um, new employment. Right, so, um, and that's just the two years while they were us in the program. So, yes, there's a lot of benefit for them, and everything that we do is for free. They don't have to pay anything, right? They leverage Accenture's resource, they've got access to Accenture's resource, technology, digital studio, mentors, people, IPs, you know, research. They've got access to all of those things, which normally cost our clients a whole lot of money. As we're laughing and having fun, um, we get a notice that the networking session has begun. That's a rooftop networking session, that is. You and I both love a good party after a good hustle, yeah? So we head on up to the stairs. We get there, we mingle in the atmosphere, we're hearing the crowd jam, we're hearing, we're hearing the vibe. You decide to catch up with the mentor. Her name was Carmen. So my name's Carmen Wakey. Um, I'm in what we call the, it's the digital business at Accenture, which is really the new way of business as a result of the acceleration of technology. And the area I'm specifically in is what we call applied intelligence, which is how we change the way we the world lives and works using insights and information and data. Now, Carmen Wakely's mentees after my So I eavesdrop their conversation and she drops some knowledge on the brother. I'm curious to find out what she said. There are elements that I will look at related to his business model. So he's got a really great concept, which is something really for, for guys to look out for, specifically around helping SMMEs get the help they need from other parties to run a business and be successful in a business. And I said to him, you know, I can help him all the way from the business model around how his idea can make money and become sustainable for him as well as linking him into the tools and the capabilities we have inside Accenture, which could help him make sure that it's people-centered, that he's adopted all the thinking of the new era. Um, and then finally, I also said to him that, you know, I, so I am a life coach as well, and I coach inside Accenture on that basis as well. And I said to him that being an entrepreneur, such as he is, comes with an interesting journey. 
And so the other area I want to help them is, is around how he's dealing with obstacles, how he's dealing with barriers, because it's the whole package. So he spoke to me about areas where he's currently challenged in accessing markets. And it's really around the fact that he is looking at building a platform which brings two areas of the market together. And the one side of the market is the small, medium enterprise that wants access to information. That is a really vast market. And so the access from that side is not about funding. The access on that side is about how do I get people to know that I exist and that the service is available. So we were talking about that that could be an area we would talk about. And then in terms of getting access to people on the other side, which would be the people who give um, ideas or give support from an information perspective, He's actually been very, um, how can I put it, he's shown awesome initiative in going through to, through the public sector to speak to government departments that are growing um, small, medium enterprises, but he needs access to a much vaster array. So we were talking about maybe we could also look at what other areas are there that people require help. Maybe we need to look at bringing some banking advice in and things like that. So it's been a very eventful day. The launch of Accenture's ESTP program for 2019. A bunch of entrepreneurs are here and you can feel the energy that everybody's hopeful. Um, Accenture themselves are quite hopeful. The mentors are quite hopeful. Everybody's just got this energy of hope and everybody's looking forward. Everybody has the sense that they're seeing the future. Everybody has a depth of vision to this. And that's exciting to understand that although this corporate is this big and has a footprint in a lot of territories and a lot of markets, they still want to keep their feet on the ground and really try and understand the South African narrative. That's important to me. Understanding why Rona Bakokasi, we are struggling and how exactly they can help us without really spoiling us. Thank you very much, Accenture. Thank you very much, Zandile and Jamela. You guys do an absolutely beautiful job. To you, Linda Besson, to the whole team there. You guys do an absolutely beautiful job. And to all the beneficiaries, past and present, well done. Good luck. And we'll see you on the flip side of struggle and strife. This is the Accenture ESD podcast. Greater than a checkbox. Proudly produced by Hustle Central. High five. High five. <laughs> Hi, my name is Zainil and Jamela and you are tuned into Hustle Central. We are going to Tina Mahasta Senza Ranjan.